Hello everyone and welcome to my video. Uh, today we're going to be reading something called It's a Long Way Home Theseus by Raindrops in Autumn. Go check out, I've linked them down in the description, go check out the fic. Summary. Tommy really hadn't thought Dream would kill him. He'd always been more of a torture sort of guy. But no, now he's stuck in the afterlife with not one, but two mentally unstable dead people. All Tommy wants to do is go back home, and his ghost, ghost in it he calls himself, really isn't helping. Meanwhile, the people who knew Tommy in life grieve his death, and Dream finally realizes he might be his own undoing. But he's going to do everything in his power to prevent that from happening. Chapter 1. Afterlife. Chapter Notes. Tommy finds himself in an unfamiliar place. Trigger warnings are things that allude to blood and death. Why don't you go see him yourself? Dream lunged forward, punching Tommy across the face. Stop it! He fell to the floor, only to be hit again. Stop it! Stop it! The fight itself was nothing new. Tommy had been squabbling with Dream since the prison had first gone into lockdown. But this was different. The punches they'd thrown at each other today were vicious and angry, sent with the intent to hurt rather than just belittle. Tommy wasn't sure how many more of them he could take, but Dream kept on battering him. Stop it! Tommy hated the edge of desperation creeping into his voice. Stop it! Dream's fist collided with Tommy's nose, and something crunched. Tommy could feel the bone of his skull shift, and then he was in pain, agonizing, blinding pain. The rest of his body hurt, but nothing like the fire spreading through his head like a bomb. He could feel it in his brain, in his soul, and then it was gone. It was such a relief that it took Tommy a second to realize that it wasn't the only thing that had left him. He didn't just not feel pain. He didn't feel anything at all. Not the bumpy prison floor or the wavy heat of the nearby lava. Not Dream's hand clutching the collar of his shirt and not even his own heartbeat. No. Tommy tried to open his eyes. When had he closed them? And found that he didn't seem to have any. No, no, no. There was an all-consuming nothingness surrounding whatever was left of him. A moment ago, Tommy would have said it was within him, but now he didn't seem to have anywhere for it to be. His body was gone, but his consciousness still existed somewhere. Tommy was pretty sure he was dead. Then there was a rush. It was like the feeling of dropping on a roller coaster, but Tommy lacked a stomach, making it all the stranger. When the rush subsided, Tommy could suddenly feel again. He didn't feel normal by any stretch of the imagination, but he was so excited to exist again that he didn't care. His eyes flew open effortlessly. Not that moving his eyelids was usually hard or required great strength, but it just seemed easy. Too easy. Like there weren't any muscles involved in the movement at all. Tommy pretended he didn't notice. The walls were made of obsidian. For a split second, Tommy thought he'd only blacked out for a moment and that he was back in the cell. But no, he was at the end of a long, unfamiliar hallway. A faint white light glowed toward the end. Tommy's heart sank. Surely there was an explanation of some sort. Surely he wasn't really 
If this is all for nothing, I swear. No. I'm telling you, lover boy, there's someone new here. Oh, no. I haven't seen anything that would suggest that. Right, because you have such a reliable source. Look! Two figures stepped into view in the distance, the light turning them into silhouettes. Tommy didn't need anything else to recognize them, though. The voices had been enough. But now he could see the curled horns, the ragged coat. Tommy? Wilbur's voice was a horrified whisper, carried down the hallway like an echo. Tommy found himself rooted to the spot. Wilbur was there. He was really there. For the tiniest moment, Tommy no longer cared that he was dead. Then, reality came crashing back down. Tommy! When he still didn't move, Wilbur sprinted down the hall, coat billowing behind him. Tommy finally moved, stumbling backward into the obsidian wall behind him. Wilbur came to a screeching halt. He was close enough now that Tommy could see his brown eyes widen in alarm. Is it really him? Wilbur whirled around to face the voice. Fuck off, Schlatt! He turned back to Tommy and took a hesitant step closer, his expression softening slightly into barely held back fear. Are you... are you scared of me? Tommy was at a loss for words. This was Wilbur. His Wilbur. The one who he had started Lamanberg with, who had comforted him when he cried. The one who had spiraled in his last days, who had used TNT given to him by dream to destroy everything Tommy held dear, including himself. I don't know, Tommy finally said hoarsely. Wilbur's eyes betrayed his pain. Tommy, I'm so sorry. Are you? The words fell from his lips before he could stop them. Are you really? I am! Wilbur stepped forward again, bringing himself close enough to touch. He reached his hand out slowly until it landed on Tommy's cheek. He didn't have it in him to brush the touch away. Wilbur's next words were choked and frightened. What happened to you, Tommy? I... Tommy was, in all honesty, not quite sure. Am I dead? Wilbur grinned sadly. Yeah, mate. If you're here, you must be dead. Dream killed me, Tommy whispered. Wilbur, he actually killed me. Wilbur pulled Tommy into a hug. Part of him wanted to shove him away, insist that he was fine, maybe even yell at Wilbur for thinking he wanted his stupid hug. But it was so familiar, so warm, so comforting that Tommy couldn't do it. There was a rip in the back of it he could only assume had been made by Phil's sword. Squeezed his eyes shut and cried. He was dead. He was really dead. There, there, Wilbur said gently. I thought I was going to have at least another thirty years before you got here. Do you not want me here? What? No, well, sort of. He ran a hand through Tommy's hair. I'm very glad to see you. I just wish you weren't dead. Gonna be honest, I thought we had a little more time without you, too. Tommy's head flew up from where it was buried in Wilbur's coat. He hadn't even noticed Schlatt walked down the hall to them. Dream, huh? Guy's a nasty piece of work. Go away, Schlatt, Wilbur snapped. What, and lose my only company in this hellhole? 
He clapped his hands together. I think not. So, tell me in it. Tell us the tale of your death. Wilbur shot Schlatt a warning glare. He probably doesn't want to talk about... Dream beat the shit out of me, Tommy interrupted. I got stuck in prison with him and he killed me. Saying it out loud made him feel better, oddly. Tommy couldn't put a finger on why. Ouch, Schlatt deadpanned. I'll beat the shit out of him, Wilbur huffed. Schlatt snorted in amusement. Good luck with that. Wilbur ignored him, taking Tommy's hand and started to lead him down the hall toward the light he had come from. Come on, Tommy, let's go. Go where? Tommy asked hesitantly. Go home? My home, Wilbur said. Yours too now. Schlatt followed behind them. And mine. You can't just ditch me now that Tommy's here, lover boy. It's not gonna work. You're going to stay the hell away from Tommy is what you're gonna do, Wilbur told him firmly. Okay. Tommy disliked the way they talked about him like he wasn't there. It was nice that Wilbur worried about him, but it felt hollow. He hadn't been around to worry about him for months since he'd gotten himself stabbed. Why did he get to suddenly care now? I can take care of myself, Wilbur, he said softly. Wilbur raised his eyebrows. Tommy, I don't want to talk to Schlatt, he assured him, but I can tell him that myself. For emphasis, he flipped Schlatt the middle finger, who just shrugged in response. Wilbur patted him on the head. Okay, Toms. He didn't sound like he believed Tommy could really take care of himself. Why? Let's just get you settled. Tommy didn't object any further, letting Wilbur guide him down the hall. He raised a hand to protect his eyes as they stepped out from the obsidian walls and into the brightly lit space. When his eyes adjusted, Tommy frowned. He wasn't sure what he'd expected the afterlife to look like, but it hadn't been what he was seeing. The sky was white and not as high as it should have been, almost appearing more like a roof. There wasn't any sun, but a soft light permeated every bit of land like it was a high noon, leaving no shadows on the ground. The floor itself was made entirely of a white material Tommy had never seen before. There weren't any trees or any sort of nature. Short, blocky hills were the only things that marked the otherwise completely flat ground. Everything was so white and clean and boring. Wilbur led Tommy around the nearest hill, revealing an overhang jutting out on the other side, supported by a couple of pillars. Two lounge chairs were settled underneath it, one yellow and one black. Schlatt did some half-hearted jazz hands as they arrived and then dropped into the black chair. Welcome home, he drawled. This is it? Tommy couldn't keep the disbelief from his voice. This is where you guys live? Wilbur shrugged. Yeah, we're dead. We don't need kitchens, bedrooms, or bathrooms, since we can't eat, sleep, or bathe. And it's not like we can build anything better. He he gestured to the ceiling. This was always here, and it's all we really need. Tommy raised an eyebrow. What do you mean you can't build anything better? Schlatt kicked at the white material that made up everything around them, a movement which somehow didn't make any sound. Can't mind this stuff. Wilbur pointed behind Tommy, 
indicating a red lounge chair that he could have sworn hadn't been there a moment ago. Take a seat, he invited. You've got a lot to talk about. Tommy sat down glumly. I really thought heaven would be cooler, he groaned. Wilbur laughed bitterly. That's not where you are, Tommy, he sighed. I don't even know what this place is. Hell, purgatory, or something else entirely. But it's sure as shit not heaven. Tommy stared up at the hauntingly blank white overhang above him and decided that Wilbur was right.